This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those who resonate with my content. And today we're going to focus on imposter syndrome and dating. And I know this very, very well. (laughs) I'm afraid to admit this. I'm afraid to admit, but this is something that happens all the time and no one talks about it. I mean, really, seriously, you think anybody is really going to say that they feel like an imposter in dating, especially in today's world of how you're supposed to have so much confidence and empowerment and how you're supposed to love yourself and believe that you deserve the very best. Yeah, no, we're going to talk about that. So never to fear, let's get started on focusing on imposter syndrome and dating because unless we talk about it, we can't get to solutions. We can't get to healing. We can't get to understanding. And then we're going to run into the issue of having to face this over and over and over again. All right, so let's dive in. So what is imposter syndrome and dating? What does this look like? This can look like there's someone really great that you're dating or that you meet and they approach you and you're really thinking in your mind, uh, who, me? No, like not me, right? Like someone else, right? It seems like they're out of your league. Like you would never be able to have a date or meet someone to that level, right? Um, maybe they're really attractive or maybe they fit your dream expectations and all of a sudden you don't think you're really as great as, you know, you presumed that you were. You tell yourself all the time, I am worthy of dating this type of person. This is the kind of person I want. I deserve this. I deserve that. I am worthy. I love myself, X, Y, and Z. But what happens when you're actually in that experience of meeting someone that you feel is out of your league? You're going to run into imposter syndrome. You're going to feel like, do they even really like me? What's their ulterior motive? Do they think I'm someone else? And it can be so super frustrating. Honestly, to me, imposter syndrome in dating is far worse than imposter syndrome in work. Because at least when you have imposter syndrome in the workplace, you get more chances to keep going and to keep trying. But when you have imposter syndrome in dating, oh my goodness, the chances of sabotaging yourself and running away and ending the journey in the dating is over a lot quicker. And you don't really get the chance to grow or get better or improve. You just keep running into the same predicament over and over and over again. So what's the deal? (sighs) I know. And the other thing is that usually you're very confident 
you're so confident, you're so pulled together. You can get dates with no issue. People come to you all the time. So that's not the issue. It's not that you feel undateable. You get the dates, but it's that person, that one person that in your mind, you see them being so grand that it's difficult for you to feel like you could really be with them. You don't feel like you're in the right place of being their partner. You don't feel like you fit into their life. And you're wondering why, why me? Why are you picking me? What's the, what, what is it? Why? So what do you do in this situation with imposter syndrome and dating? The number one thing I want you to remember is that they're with you. They're on a date with you. They chose you. They took the time to contact you. You didn't hit them over the head, handcuff them, and force them to eat dinner with you. They made that decision to do so because they're interested. Now you might be thinking, yeah, but they just might have some, you know, ulterior motive. Yeah, that normally creeps in whenever we feel like that person really is not interested in us. But don't let that be your motivation for your actions. If you think that, let them prove that to you. Set boundaries around something that you feel that you want to protect. If you're so worried that they're only in it to just sleep with you or get what they want out of you, well, then it's probably best that you pull back and get to know them more to dispel that thought. Because while I do understand and agree that everyone is typically self-motivated, it doesn't change the fact that they could have still chosen anyone else but you. They could have chosen to contact someone else but you. And if they are actually spending real time with you, wanting to build a real relationship, wanting to actually date you and take you more seriously, then that's got to mean something. Why are you discounting yourself? Don't discredit yourself so quickly. And I get it. Usually you're used to attracting something that you don't want. You know how to handle that. That's familiar to you. But to actually attract someone that you actually want, oh, that's different. Now we're overthinking everything and now we want to be perfect. Now we don't want to have any flaws because we don't want them to leave. We don't want them to look at us as though we really don't fit their lives. We shouldn't be their partner. We don't want that belief to be confirmed. So it's important to just focus on one, the fact that they are actually spending time with you. They're choosing to speak to you. They're choosing to go on dates with you. They're choosing you. There's something they see in you. There's something they're attracted to within you. And the thing is, it's so hard to see that because we don't see ourselves. 
we don't experience ourselves. And we certainly don't experience ourselves in a romantic sense. We don't have all of those feelings that come up when we see ourselves. We don't have the oxytocin rise when we hug ourselves. We don't have the serotonin after we've just enjoyed great moments with ourselves. We don't have the dopamine after we've spent more time with ourselves or done something with ourselves. We don't get that experience in the way of a romantic sense. So we don't know how someone really receives us or experiences us. We don't know what it's like to kiss ourselves. We don't know what it's like to hug ourselves. We don't know what it's like to see our face light up when we're happy. The only time we do see ourselves is in the mirror. And that's usually in a judgmental, critical sense. So we can struggle very easily to really see ourselves the way another person sees us. Sees our movement, see the way we carry ourselves, the way we walk. We also don't know what they value just yet. We don't know if we possess something within ourselves that they hold dear to their heart or that they admire. We don't know those things, just like they don't know those things about you. So we're standing here almost playing the same game, but the one that views the other person as being on this pedestal or out of their league, well... We couldn't possibly think that, you know, they view us that way, especially if the person's quiet, especially if the person is not expressive with how they feel about you. That can really make you feel as though you're an imposter because you don't know. There's nothing confirming their feelings with you, so you may seek that reassurance. You're like, okay, I need something. Tell me something here. And they're just calm, cool, collected, quiet. And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. And you're like, what? No, like, I, I, need, I need more. Like, what are you doing? I need to know. <laughs> because we hold so much value in that other person. And as much as I want to sit here and tell you, you just have to love yourself. That's not going to help you get over that. So... What I want to remember is number one, that that other person, they have insecurities. Trust me, they have insecurities. You just can't see them or you don't know them. They don't share them with you because they want to impress you too. See, that's the thing. If they're quiet, if they're not sharing a lot with you, they want to impress you as well. They don't want to say the wrong thing. Trust me, they've been on dates with other people. They've met tons of people. They know more about what they want. They know a little bit more about what they're attracted to. They know what they like, especially if they're older. They know what they like. And if they chose you, that means, hey, I know what I like. And I like this. I like you. So relax. Relax. Remember yourself. Step into yourself again, once again. The biggest thing about overcoming imposter syndrome is 
taking out the insecurities, taking out the thoughts of yourself and ruminating over if you're right or if you're wrong or if this is a fit or this is not a fit and stepping into yourself. What makes you, you? What makes you feel confident? What makes you feel good? Step into that because that's what they're attracted to. I want you to tune into my series on magnetic attraction if you're struggling with this because that can really help shift your perspective on things. Focus on what you can control in that situation. Don't focus on if the other person is liking you enough or not enough. Don't focus on their actions. Don't focus on if they like you or not. Focus on bringing your best self. Focus on being in the moment. Focus on the present. Focus on enjoying the experience with the other person. Step outside of yourself and look at yourself and how would you want to see yourself? That's one of my best ways of bringing more confidence. If I were on a date with myself, how would I want to see myself? Would I want to see someone withdrawn or insecure or not confident or constantly overreacting or overanalyzing or asking so many questions of getting that reassurance if someone likes you? Is that attractive? Look at yourself from the outside and then Step into what you want to show. Begin to focus on the positive traits about yourself. What's beautiful or attractive about you? Write them down. Think about all those moments where you said, I deserve this. I deserve love. I am this. I am that. You've done all of this work. You've gone to therapy, you have healed from your past relationships, you've put in the work. You have worked on yourself, you've done your inner work, shadow work, whatever, you've read the books, you've practiced self-love, you've learned who you are, you know what you want for yourself. Allow for yourself to receive that love, that attention, that person that you've been waiting on and the thing is is that if you feel like you're not the right person for them you're going to exude that and that's going to make it true all of a sudden now they don't feel like you're a right fit for them because you are training them you're conditioning them to believe that you are not the right person for them through your actions, through your behaviors, through the way you carry yourself, through the types of questions you ask. Believe that you are a fit for who you are desiring. The more that you become what you wish to desire, the more that you'll begin to understand and identify with the type of person you want to attract. If you want someone who's very protective, you must understand what it takes to be a protective person. Setting boundaries is what helps you to understand 
the process of protection. Tune into my boundary series if you haven't listened to that. But if you practice boundaries, you naturally activate the energy of protection. You understand protection. So you are able to recognize when someone is protective. You won't have to question so many things. If you want someone who's more ambitious or more driven, you must become that self-motivated person. You must have those goals or purposes or things that you want to achieve, whatever it is, those new habits. Start building a relationship with that. And then you will know what it takes for a person to be ambitious and continue to meet new people. Continue to surround yourself with others that align your future self, align with the person you want to become. Make it more comfortable for you so that when you do meet someone that does fit your dream partner or the person that you would really want to be with, whenever you come into alignment with that other person, it's not going to feel like you're not a match. You're not going to question their motives. You're not going to question whether or not they like you because you're going to know and you're going to feel confident that you are a fit. You know what you need. You know what you value. You know what you want. You are that of what you wish for. Become that. And enjoy the experience with the other person. Enjoy the journey. Focus on the present. There's nothing more attractive than someone who's present. There's nothing more attractive than a person that can stop focusing so much on if the person likes them and asking if they like them or not and seeking that reassurance and become curious about the other person. Not curiosity for your own personal gain, but curiosity just for the mere interest of getting to know that other person. People can smell when you are doing something to receive validation. Take yourself out of the position of seeking the validation. Them choosing you is validation. When you're on the date with that person or you're spending time with that person, get curious about them. Ask about their dreams. Ask about their passions. What makes them tick? What do they like? What are they into? What are their preferences? The more you focus on that, the more you can actually determine if you are in true alignment or not. That's where the validation needs to lie. When it comes to imposter syndrome and dating, I'm sorry, but following all of these dating advice videos and dating tips and playing games and playing mental games and what not to do and being emotionally manipulative, that's never going to get you the person. It never works. Trying to follow someone else's rules or someone else's way of dating, if you have friends and they do things a certain way, it's not going to work for you. Anytime you try to approach imposter syndrome in dating, with someone else's 
idea of how they go about dating another person is always going to be out of alignment with you. It's always going to be inauthentic, which therefore is going to fill that self-fulfilling prophecy of being an imposter to this person. All of a sudden you are an imposter to them, but you're really not. The truth is, is if you can manage to be authentic, be your true self, step into your power that person would be able to truly see you for who you are. And in that moment, you'd be able to feel how much they really do value you or adore you or want to be with you. Everyone's playing this game in dating where we don't want to be perceived as something's wrong or we're not good enough for the other person. So don't be so concerned if the other person seems really confident and they're quiet and, you know, they never mess up or you never see them screw up. You never see them do all this stuff. You haven't even seen the people they've been on dates with. You might be able to go back and see who they've been on dates with. And in your mind, you're assuming they've been with models and only the best of the best and these lavish people. And maybe even you've seen them date someone that in your mind that was very attractive. Maybe you see them dating this, but that does not mean that you are not attractive. That doesn't mean that you are not valuable. You are. So we have to get out of our own heads and we have to take a step back and we have to recognize our own strengths, our own values, what we contribute to a relationship, what we want in that relationship. We have to focus on those things and not so much of, am I the right fit for this person? So I hope that was helpful. Again, I really wish I knew and understood this years ago. I think it would have helped me a lot, (laughs) but that's okay. Everything is a learning experience. Everything helps you to gain more wisdom and to do things right at the right time because timing is a factor I promise all right thank you so much for tuning in as always we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m eastern standard time thank you so much this is heart blend podcast